Prodigy often talked about the razor's edge. The razor's edge of enlightenment. And the Buddha talked about the middle way. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? And Ramana said nothing at all. <laughs> Who am I is the way, the narrow gate that leads to enlightenment, right? The straight path the instantaneous realization that who you actually are is pure consciousness. Happiness beyond all ideas of happiness, peace beyond all ideas of peace. So this razor's edge, the middle way, I am the way, if you are the way, what is the way? What is the way that leads to freedom, moksha, liberation, enlightenment? Right? These words that we use. What does it mean to be free? What does it mean? to be enlightened. What did the Buddha accomplish under the Bodhi tree? What did Jesus realize before he began to teach? What did Ramana realize and what did Papaji realize? So this razor's edge is such a powerful teaching. Because Papaji said one thought was too much to carry on this edge. This is the path of freedom. This is the mountain path, which is yana yoga and bhakti yoga. Devotion, love, obisance, obedience to the living truth, which is love in the heart beyond all ideas of love. It's not human love. It's transcendent of that. So this razor's edge is a powerful teaching because if one thought is too much to carry, then you must become naked of the past, naked of the future, completely and totally naked of knowledge and naked of identity, naked of the body itself. When we hear the word naked, we immediately think of the body. But freedom, enlightenment, liberation, moksha has nothing to do with your body has nothing to do with the circumstances in your life has nothing to do with whatever role you're currently playing teacher doctor lawyer friend right has nothing to do with that and nothing to do with your emotions
Emotions come and go. Thoughts come and go. The razor's edge is to be still. Right? Not touch a single thought. If you don't touch a single thought, if you don't carry a thought on the razor's edge of life, what would you experience? What would happen if you stopped thinking? If you stopped agreeing with your mind and believing the perspective of your mind? This is what causes suffering. This is the practice of suffering. And the practice of suffering is something you've done since the moment you were born. Because chances are your parents were not enlightened masters. Your grandparents were not enlightened masters, right? So you learned from a very young age to trust the mind and agree with the mind and base your ideas of right and wrong based on your mind. This is the cultural conditioning that you grew up with which is infused with the genetics of your entire family tree, going back centuries upon centuries, eons upon eons. This is the nature of suffering. So this razor's edge is a practice, right? The razor's edge that Papaji is talking about is a practice. The middle way is a practice. I am the way is a practice, right? Going in to the heart. So if you're Christian, the practice is to really study what Jesus taught, which is very much aligned with Ramana's teaching, and apply it. If you're Buddhist, the same thing. What is the middle way? What is the Buddha actually saying? What is emptiness? Right? What is the Heart Sutra really all about? Right? And this razor's edge. What was Papaji really talking about? And it's this practice, this sadhana, this commitment to stop. And it's a very strong commitment if you want it to be free. If you want to be liberated. If you want to be free, you must stop. It's really that simple. You must notice first what your mind is saying and stop agreeing. It's your agreement, your egoic agreement with what you think that creates your suffering. This is the practice of suffering. And it starts with an event or something that happened and then you build a story about what happened. And then you believe your story is right and the other person's story is wrong. Stories are based on past and ideas of what might happen again in the future and all the strategies that you develop to protect yourself and be in control. So ego is about con protection and control. 
which is infused with thoughts and belief systems and cultural conditioning. This is what makes the practice of suffering difficult to release because it's been going on since you were very young, since you were a baby, right? So it begins with this very strong commitment to, I'm going to walk on the razor's edge nakedly. I'm going to let go of all of my spiritual knowledge. I'm going to let go of all my spiritual experiences, moments of bliss. I'm going to let all of that go. I'm going to let go of my past, my future, what I'm imagining. And I'm going to intimately examine this me that is feeling like I am walking on the razor's edge. Who is this me? This is Ramana's core teaching. The razor's edge is Ramana's teaching. Right? Who is walking on the edge? Where is this edge? What is this edge? This edge is non-existent. The edge is now, right? Now is infinite. It is eternal, unchanging. If you surrender to now, which is what the razor's edge represents, there is no suffering because there is no one to suffer. There is no edge and no one walking upon it. This is what naked means in the context of moksha, liberation, freedom, happiness, peace, beyond all understanding. This is where true compassion arises from in the heart as love. Divine love carries no judgment, right? There is no judgment in true love, the love, vast, indescribable silence. So the way of the Buddha, the way of Christ, and the way of Papaji, this razor's edge, the way of Ramana, is now. And you will only find now in your own heart. But it's not the practice of staying in now. This is the mistake that most people make. Overcoming the mind and your cultural conditioning is no simple task. Or maybe I should say no easy task. It's simple but not easy. Because your brain is wired for the story. Your brain and your physical genetics are wired to fight, to run, protect, imagine, and project. And as long as you're distracted by the gyrations of your mind, which are constantly moving, changing, undulating, then you will be on the roller coaster of the emotions that those thoughts generate. You are generating your suffering by agreeing with and giving your attention to your own mind and the feelings of your body, right? So really, this razor's edge is about mastery of mind. It's the end of slavery. 
Before you hear a teaching like this, you are enslaved by your mind, your circumstances, your genetics, and your emotions. It's really that simple. Everyone on the planet, for the most part, 99.9% .9 of everyone on the planet is totally and completely enslaved by their mind and whatever their mind tells them. Right? This is the crux of the problem. This is why Papaji said, not a single thought. And if you drop your thought, if you make the commitment, I'm staying on this edge, no matter what, I am going to be free, no matter what. I am ending my suffering, no matter what. You make that commitment to yourself, not to the outer guru, who's only pointing you in to the Satguru, you make this commitment to yourself, which ultimately is the Satguru. There's only one guru. And that is the vast omniscience that no word can ever touch or ever describe. But you can directly realize it by redirecting your attention to the stillness of your heart. And it begins by noticing, what are you thinking? What are you agreeing with? This happens so fast. Your mind moves like lightning, like a flash of light. And suddenly you're in agreement with your mind. And your mind can say anything. And it, what's amazing is the majority of people never question their mind. They base their actions and reactions solely on what they think, what they perceived, whether it was right or wrong, doesn't come into play. It's almost never questioned. The pervasive idea is that your circumstances and the people in your life is what creates your suffering, your sadness, your fear, your anxiety, your stress, your depression. That it's someone else's fault. This is what you're taught from the time you're small. It's the, it's your husband's fault, it's your wife's fault, it's your friend's fault. It's your enemy's fault, right? So there's no responsibility in this blaming of other this seeing yourself as separate from other. So the teaching of the Buddha, the teaching of Ramana, the teaching of Jesus is to recognize that you are love in the core. Love as pure conscious awareness. That you are not separate. This idea of other is an illusion generated by the body, by form, by genetics, by the mind, by the ego. It's really that simple. The feeling of separation from God happens at the moment of birth. That is the initial separation from oneness. Total union with this vast presence. Because the mind begins its development actually in the womb. So your cultural conditioning begins inside the womb before you even physically enter into the world.
So because it's so deeply ingrained in your genetics, as what I call the genetic mind, it takes this really strong decision. I'm going to be free no matter what. No matter how many times I fall off the razor's edge, I'm going to pick myself up and stop again and again. I'm going to stop giving the attention to the mind, to my mind. I'm going to see through it. I'm going to catch it before I'm suffering again. If you're sad or angry or fearful, it's mind only and the illusion generated by your senses, your body, your emotions. So to jump off the roller coaster of your emotions means to be still as stillness, to see through the mind, but more importantly, see through the source. Where does the mind come from? What is it? There is no mind if there is no ego, if there is no you. So walking on the razor's edge is naked, totally naked of everything. It ultimately is even naked of practice, which is really what Papaji emphasized, right? There is no practice to be what you are. What you're practicing is suffering. Formal practices like meditation, inquiry, the mantra, is the process of letting go. It is the process of rewiring your brain. Your brain must be rewired. The cultural conditioning must be burned through. The ego must be burned through all the way. Otherwise, you're left with enlightened ego. This is the awareness of consciousness, but the ego remains intact. This is not moksha. It is not self-realization. It is not liberation. Even saying I am free is egoic because there's still a me proclaiming freedom. The me must be gone entirely. And the, to begin that walk, that naked walk on the razor's edge requires the deepest, most intimate surrender to God. Omniscience. You have to let go of what you want and let go of this sense that you're in charge, that you are in control because you're not and never were. That is an illusion generated by ego and mind that you are in charge, you are in control, you are the one making decisions about your life. Whatever decision you made was predestined. It was made for you. Your body is ruled by the law of karma. It must fulfill what it came here to do. If you focus on the body and the mind, you will continue to be on the roller coaster of your emotions. You must stop. and turn inward to the source. 
Where does me come from? This feeling of me inside of you. Where does it come from? And give your attention to that source. That peace. That silence. You are that. Not anything the mind thinks. This. Now. Is the razor's edge of liberation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon.